everyone, I'm Nick. I'm with Laura. Will you accept this podcast? It's amazing. So much insightful bachelor knowledge. You should all listen to it. I'm a fan. You should be too. Welcome to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And we are, was it week three? I've lost count. Sure. Let's just say it's week three. Well, it was, it was, it's another, gotta be right. It was another lovely week at the Bachelor Mansion. How about that? Yeah. Let's forget what number we're on because we don't remember. We don't remember what day it is most days. <laughs> so, you know, we definitely don't know numbers, like whatever. Um, oh, wait. Can we take a second to talk about the Bachelor Mansion? I was, so I was just looking actually on Instagram, Nick. I got. I'm, by the end of this, I will say his name right. Nick Ball, Ball, whatever. Um, Vial, Vial. They say like Vial. It sounds you pronounce it like Vial, V I L E, which makes sense. But it's appropriate, he, you know. Yeah, as you do. But um, he posted. He's been very active on Instagram stories, and he posted something about him walking around and like him walking around it while it's empty with like no TV crews or whatever. Just reiterates how massive and random it is. And this is a family's house. Did you know that? Yes. I read that whole article. So it was here's what happens. Yeah, I heard them talking about it. So it's an actual family's house. So every time that they do this, those people have to leave the house for several weeks. And they have to fix the bachelor mansion up every single time to look the same. And then as soon as they're done, they have to go and fix it to look like that person's house again. Yeah, and it looks like they move out all of their the furniture, and then they paint the exterior every time before the show. And it's, yeah. and it's tinted slightly differently for a male lead than a female lead, which I don't even know what that really? means. Really? Yeah, because I feel like it looks the like same. Like Bachelor versus Bachelorette? Yeah, which I don't, I haven't noticed it looking really that difference between, different between the two of them, but I thought that was interesting, too. Um, I'm gonna have to go and like scrutinize it. Yeah, it's very strange. So he was like one of the, one of the things he was like, I'm, "Here I am standing in like the rose ceremony room," and it was it was just weird. It was it was very strange. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, why are you tracing?" Can you around imagine that that's your house and no. that like oh. like if you're a kid or something and there's all these like skanks hooking up in your room or that's like just, no no thank you or in your pool like I bet they have to drain the pool and like, rechlorinate every single time <laughs> no. No, thank you. Um, it wasn't until I started reading through what happened this week that I remembered this week was the first of our two-week continued resolutions, and this was the the the, Van- the the Vanessa. I almost said wrong thing. Um, the um, the Liz drama situation. I forgot that that was. Oh, it for- was, wasn't it? I already forgot. It that seems so thing. far away. I know because it was. So- I feel like it was. There was so much build-up to it, and then it happened. And I feel like all the girls were like momentarily like up in up in arms about it and then ultimately they were like okay like they they weren't really i feel like they're all like well i knew he was a slut (laughs) yeah right it's kind of like well i mean i feel like their attitude was was valid that you know it's like well it didn't happen on the show i mean yeah it's weird yeah they didn't know but and it probably still is pretty soon into the process when he's telling them all this so it's not like he's telling them at the end of the season or midway through the season in which case i think you know, if she was still there and then he told them this, it would yeah. be really weird. So they haven't, I mean, it's not like most of them, I don't think most of them were super, at least didn't seem to be super close with Liz. So I feel like that made it less weird too. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, if they had to watch them together for the whole season, then it came out. I think that'd be different. But yeah, it was so early on. And I think the fact that he had been clearly not making an effort to spend all this time with her either. So I think that made it less of an issue. I kind of wish that um, she had stayed a little longer. Yeah. Uh, gone too soon, for sure. Totally gone too soon. Um, I I don't know. I just thought there was so much that could have been explored there. <laughs> I know. And I think, I mean, 
it's definitely a case where they milked all of the footage to make it seem super dramatic oh, yeah. and because it lasted for such a short period of time. And I think, I mean, this is one of those cases where you feel like he had to have really wanted to just send her home because I'm sure they didn't want him to send her home yet, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. They're like, dang it, Nick. I think if she hadn't have done, if if she if she didn't do that thing where she got up and said all that weird stuff at the breakup museum or the, yeah. what is it, the Museum of Failed Relationships, right. what's it called? Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think she would have stayed around a little longer. I think it just made him more uncomfortable about an uncomfortable situation, and he just didn't want to deal with it. And he didn't have to because he's a lead, so he gets to do whatever he wants, right? So Yeah. Well, I think she made it clear to everybody that something weird was going on. Right. So, I don't know. Um, anyway, so now we pick up where it, they were it, last time. Well, and it was weird because then... It was like they had all that drama and then it, they, they sort of, they showed them like talking to some of the girls from that date. But then we find out that Kristen got like the group date, ro- like the rose from that date. And we never saw that happen. And it felt like all she of a did? sudden. Yeah. I don't even remember that. They kind of, they said it like if you didn't. Wait, Kristen's the one, the, the, the one who told, who him. told him. Yeah. <laughs> so it happened. It's like, oh, you get a rose for a tattling. For being a snitch. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was like they, they said it like for like two seconds and then they just moved on. It was like not important. And I'm like, well, I, that's kind of a big thing. If he gave her the rose or had like, was there some symbolism in that? Like, why did you not tell well, us Well, especially anything? after that happened, after she told him all that stuff. I yeah. think it's worth focusing on a little more because that says something about him if that's who he's going to choose considering i don't know we didn't really talk about this last week but um some of the articles were saying that he gave the roses to like corinne and some of the other people because he wanted to see how the girls would react to that do you I read think that's really petty i did yeah, too I did read that and i was like i was um, like this isn't like a mind game suppose you know it's like i mean i feel yeah, like, like there's why are you doing that he has been in this situation already so he already knows it's kind of difficult and it's like you're purposefully trying to make it more difficult for people just so you can see what they'll do it's kind of twisted yeah I, I was like it's complicated enough you're making it that's just not cool so i did not did not approve Mr. Nick at all. Is that why he's doing all this other stuff with Corinne? To see what the girls do? I don't know. Is that his excuse for everything? No. It's so weird. Um, Well, everything I read says that he talks about how he finds, he enjoys her sense of humor and like her lightheartedness, but okay. Okay. (laughs) Right. I don't really find it to be a sense of humor because there's like this crazy, aggressive desperation attached to all of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, she's not lighthearted no, at all. No, I don't all. think so either. And the only other thing I'll say before we go to like the rose ceremony is that um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, was it W? I forget what her last initial was. But anyway, she comments, which I think is the valid concern, like the only thing that came out of all these people talking about what happens with Liz, she does say she's like, I don't know how I feel if he sleeps with someone before the fantasy suites. And I'm like, ooh, this is for, this is foreshadowing here. <laughs> I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like it's going to definitely happen. So It may have already happened. <laughs> right? I'm like, eh. <laughs> um, yeah. So then we get to the rose ceremony. Um what else is going on? Oh, um, oh, then we have the scene, can't pass this one up, uh, with Corinne and the whipped cream. Yeah, did that happen before or after the rose ceremony? It was, well, it happened before because, remember, she doesn't go to the rose ceremony. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, I found this very interesting. Okay, so she comes down in her trench coat, like, like she... I, I, <laughs> comes down in her trench coat with just her underwear underneath and then her can of whipped cream. She sprays the whipped cream on her boobs, has him lick it off, and then he has to go back or whatever to talk to people. And she freaks out. It's like, what? what are, you're mad that 
he didn't just like have sex with you right then and there. She just or... seemed, I think she thought he he was seeming too hesitant and that it meant that it was a miss. And I think he was just being like the fact that he let any of that happen at all. I felt like was a little excessive in the middle. I of think he, he indulged it too much. Yeah. So I, I thought if that was her goal was to get him to like lick whipped cream off her boobs and mission accomplished. She yeah. did it. So and, I didn't understand why she was having a meltdown. No. And then, you know, she has this total meltdown after and is just like, can't deal. And that thing says the things didn't go how she planned. And she's talking with Lacey, which I thought was an interesting person to be her, her, her person. I think she kept talking. To I her. think some people just wind up being the person that people talk to. Yeah. Whether, you know, I don't think Lacey like loves Corinne, but I think some of the ones who have things a little more together wind up being right. the ones that the crazy people reach out to start to talk to. Yeah. yeah. Cause I heard that was the case also with Rachel during this season that she was kind of like a, the listener. Yeah. For she Corinne. Seemed... And oh, really? Yeah. And I don't think it's like, Oh, she loves Corinne. I think it's just that she sees, you know, somebody who's a little bit immature and somebody who maybe needs somebody to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then she starts saying she wants to go home, and then she ends up just going to sleep. <laughs> just goes to sleep. That was so rude. Which is, I mean, yeah. I mean, I understand that this is a tiring thing, but, like, you don't get to just, you don't get to just sit stuff out. Like, that's okay, like, I got, I got so mad because she kept saying, oh, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. I'm like, I just had a baby, and I just want to punch you in the face. You're 23 years old. At 23 years old, you have the energy to stay up until 5 yeah. a.m. for a rose ceremony. So I don't feel bad for them at all. It's like, boo-hoo, you have to wear a really nice dress, stand up, you know, whatever. You're at you're this cocktail party where you have unlimited access to yeah. beverages. And what, like, I just, I don't feel very sorry for you. Don't and there's a sorry. bunch of downtime anyway when they're not on dates. Like, take your naps then. Yeah, it was just, I, this is, I mean, the only time I feel like we ever see people napping is in Bachelor in Paradise because they're just lounging around <laughs> and taping them all the time. But I was like, yeah. what is happening on this episode? I'm so confused. Like, if I were Nick, I'd be like, go wake her up and tell her to go home. That's just rude. Yeah. Well, and we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. It's just all, all of the stuff about her napping was just very weird in this episode. Yeah. And I like that, you know, and I was wondering, because then we, we go on, basically, I mean, there's very little um, that kind of happens otherwise until they get to the rose ceremony, and he thanks them for being there. And I was wondering, I was like, how long is it going to take? Is he going to even realize she's gone? And he then, realized pretty soon. Yeah, and he looked, and he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he looked, he looked, he looked really annoyed about it, but then he doesn't really seem to care about it later. I know they have a lot of time. I know they spend a lot of time recording these things. He could have been like, go and tell her to come down here in her pajamas and stand there. Yeah. And then take her rose back and then see if she gets it back again at the rose ceremony. I feel like they should have made her come down in whatever she was wearing. I feel like she should have had to be there or tell her she has to go home. Yeah. I'm like, it's just... I feel like it's... Unless you're really sick or something and you tell Chris Harrison that you you have to sleep, like, you just go to the rose ceremony. Well, and... Like, it's not optional. Yeah. It's just, I, it, I, to me, like, I don't think, they were saying, I think, during the show that they've never had anybody just sit out on a rose ceremony. No, I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't remember anybody ever doing that. So it just, it seemed, it seemed like a, like, slap in the face to the other girls, just being like, I don't have to do this. Like, whatever. I have a rose. I don't have to do this. Yeah, because, I mean, there were other people there who had roses, including um, Kristen was 
I think the only other one, right? Or Vanessa had a rose, but still, like they were. Yeah, there are a couple other people. Yeah, so oh, Vanessa didn't have a rose. Sorry, that was you deal with it. Yeah, but like whatever, you just you do your thing. And she probably just didn't want to bother with changing out of the trench coat. She's like, oh, I'm done. Just wear the trench coat to the rose ceremony, right? So we had the rose. <laughs> wear your underwear to the rose ceremony. Like I don't care, just go. Right, and it's like get down there, do it. Well, then we yeah. have so we have Haley, Lacey, and Elizabeth W. that go home. Which one was Elizabeth W. again? Uh, she's the one who said he's probably gonna sleep with someone. No, um, <laughs> I don't. Rem- I don't remember. Is that any- all she did? I can't even put a face to that. I remember Haley because she's the one that I thought always looked like she was smelling a fart. Yeah. And then she was the one who said only children were weird. Yeah. So she's gone. Um, she's gone back to Canada. <laughs> Lacey was the marketing manager from Manhattan. Yeah. She was the one who came in on the camel. Yes. I was actually kind of sad to see her go because she seemed kind of cool. She seemed kind of cool. And, you know, I can't help but root for her since we have similar types of jobs and both work in Manhattan. So, yeah. And it said she was like multilingual and she just sounded like a like an interesting person. So yeah. I didn't think that she was going to win, but I thought she would stay around longer. Yeah, I, I felt like I was I don't know. I feel like Brittany. He hasn't really talked to a ton. So I was surprised that she yeah. hung around. Um, Christina. There were several. And Whitney. Which Christina? Whitney. Oh, why is Whitney there? Which one's Whitney? Whitney's the Pilates instructor who we've seen not say anything at all to. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. You say that and I still don't know. Like, I still can't picture who that is. I bet she's going to be like, um, oh, what was her name in Paradise? The one who you barely saw during, was it Crystal's season? And then she was crazy when she got there. Mm, like, which one? The really pretty one who hooked up with the country bumpkin guy. Oh, I oh, why can't I remember all Joe? Joe from Caitlin's season from Kentucky. I don't even I, see, and I don't, I still don't remember her. <laughs> Lara. <laughs> no, Oops. I know you know who I'm talking about because they were like the villains of of the season before this past Paradise. Are you thinking of um Sam, Samantha? Yes. Yes. Because Samantha, you would just see her in the background and you'd be like, she's really pretty, but she never talks. Yeah. And she made it like pretty close to the end of his season and we still had no idea like anything about, about her. her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she might, so I mean, I'm wondering if she'll be like that. Well, and it seems like she's had more time than has been. I mean, I, you know, that's always the case, but then has been reflected in the show because I read some article that was talking about how she, I guess, set up some sort of massage space and did, like, a massage for Nick last... Like, That's funny they didn't show that. Yeah, it's weird that they didn't show that at all. But... I think they're so focused on Corinne that nothing else... Like, once Corinne leaves, if that ever happens, maybe we'll get to, like, see a little more of that from other people. Yeah, and at this point, I read so many articles online, and this week, baby brain, I, I didn't, like, write down, like, where the sources were for me to keep them straight, but I read one article saying that um, and I forget if it was it was either Ashley I's blog post or one of Olivia Creedy's um, interviews she did. But they were saying mm-hmm. like at this point in the season, the film in the filming, they've already basically like back at the time they were filming, they've already identified her as the villain, and they have like a, a whole separate camera crew to her, just like they did with Chad. <laughs> so they were saying, you know, she knows that like, yes, she's talking to them, and I'm sure they're like manipulating some of it, but they're not. They, they they're only doing so much, and really she should be aware at, with the added attention she's getting what's going to be happening with the footage of her basically it's hard to know because i feel like with her she has to kind of know that people are going to hate her right yeah well i think you have to know olivia i don't think 
knew, which is funny because I think she's smart. No, she is. But I, I, I don't think she understood how she was coming across. And I, I do think there's a difference in that regard. I do think she thought, you know, I'm just having, I'm just goofing off and they'll, they'll have some, yeah. they'll have some silly clips of me. Fine. Um, but I do think Corinne is just owning it and it's, it's different in that respect. But I do think it's just interesting to know that, you know, whereas I guess the other girls have like producer, very similar from everything I've been reading and hearing. From Unreal. Uh, yeah. Very similar <laughs> that they all have like an assigned producer. Um, yeah. and so like they have that, but like, I think they're just piecing together whatever footage they get interviewing them. But like, it seems like someone like Corinne actually has a dedicated camera crew. Somebody's following. Yeah, they're, they don't want to miss time. anything, which is why there's footage of her napping. You know, because they're <laughs> they're following her and they have a camera on her twenty four seven, basically. I bet she's loving it. Yeah. Well, I'm just curious. I'm curious. When we'll see. I'm just curious how long she stays. Because I am too. You never know. I feel like she'll definitely be here at least a few more episodes. Because I feel like. I mean, I feel like. He really seems into her. He does and he doesn't. You yeah. know, sometimes I, I look at him when she's like throwing herself at him and he looks bored or just kind of mm-hmm. like disinterested because there's but no then game. He's indulging it. I think he likes like when it comes he to likes someone the attention. like Yeah, when it comes to someone like Vanessa, I feel like he likes that she's into him, but he has to put in some effort, too, because she's not just like going to just hand out whatever to him, you know? <laughs> No, she's not just, like, throwing herself at him, yeah. even though she's making it clear that she's interested. Yeah, and I think he likes that almost more. Um, I think he wants to sleep with Corinne, but... Corinne. Say that again? And I wouldn't be surprised if he does. <laughs> yeah. I think that he wants to sleep with with Corinne, but I don't think he's actually yeah. interested in Corinne. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, I'm interested to see, I guess, when it happens that she actually propositions him, because I know that was in the preview... That she's going to go over there yeah. and, like, try to sleep with him. And it's like, is that So I'm really curious when that happens. What's going to happen? But... Yeah, and it's interesting that that's going to happen after she felt so awkward about this trench coat thing. It's like, that's taking it up a whole nother notch. So, But she doesn't strike me as somebody who uh, lets that get her down. Yeah. I'm excited. We will <laughs> She see. might, like... Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering when that when that's going to be. Um, so back streets, back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we talk about the bouncy castle yet? Well, that's later. Oh, that's at the end. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, all of my all of Corinne is just, like, running together. I know. Well, and it's, like, for it's me because she's so crazy I, all the time. I began to realize that we were not having a rose ceremony because the bouncy castle had not happened yet. I was like, if there's yeah, not I been a bouncy Yeah, I knew it was happening. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way this is happening in this episode. See, here's the problem with it to be continued is that it's, like, an endless cycle. Well, like, it once. Makes it- it makes it hard for you to like, like associate when one episode ends and the other begins. It just becomes very. I fluid. need the rose ceremony at the end. You need a because you don't. Obviously, we know this this whole season's going to drag out, so we're not getting the final resolution of where this lands. But like, at least you have a week by week resolution. It feels good. Yeah. This whole to be continued thing just makes it feel continually uncomfortable. I feel like they can only do it once a season, but but once they start it, they just keep doing it. And I'm like, you guys have two hours for each of these episodes, so I feel like you can put all of this in two hours. They should, but they don't want to pass either up that on. or whatever. What what crappy show is it that comes on after The Bachelor? I don't even remember what came on last week. Something goes on after it, and I'm like, can't you just like skip bump this. that for a week yeah. and have a two and a half hour show, and and then just get back to our normal. Rose ceremonies at the end? Yeah, you would think. I don't know. I don't like it. Um, so Backstreet Boys come in. 
and everybody's freaking out, but I'm sitting there thinking, like, these girls who are in their early 20s, don't know do they them. really, yeah, do they really know them, or are they really excited about them? I don't think so. I think they're just pretending, because I feel like... I feel like late 20s and the 30s girls, they get it, but, like, if you're 23, 24, you probably were in, like, elementary school yeah. then. Well, I mean, and you have to remember that on these episodes, they have all these people who we don't even know, like the singers, and they always yeah. pretend to know who they are or care. So I feel, I think they're, they've been told basically to seem excited about whatever it is in some way. So they're all like, Whoa. Yeah, but they were seriously like squealing, like yeah. like little girls. And I'm like, mm, I'm not sure that I buy that uh, Corinne or Taylor or, you know, the people in that kind of age group have actually some sort get of personal, what's going on. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. an awesome date, though. Yeah, well, it's it's awesome, but like that that's intense if you're not a dancer. To all of a sudden, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, because it's like I would just kind of dance around in the background. To be honest, I am really bad at learning um, routines like that. Well, and it seems like they were teaching pretty quickly, and that's hard to pick up. Yeah, and then you add the added element of the fact that you're 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 learning this routine. You're doing it with this guy that you're trying to date, which is weird. Uh, you're doing yeah. it on a stage in front of 500 people. All what? those people and the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, that's just. I mean, and they seem really nice and encouraging and non-judgmental and whatever. But still, that's a lot yeah. of layers to it. Especially like if you're someone who's not very physically active, this was not your week, right? Yeah, it w- but all of them pretty much seem to be. Somewhat. All right with it, except for Corinne was having a meltdown. And she because just doesn't. She's not a dancer. She just can't dance. She doesn't <laughs> like this planned dancing. She's not good at planned dancing. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, planned dancing. Instead of choreography? It's like. <laughs> choreography. Yeah. I like planned dancing better. I like the look on his face where he's like, what are you talking about? What's planned dancing? I know. It's so funny. <laughs> um, she kept complaining about it. And I'm like, why don't you just like roll with the program and just do the best you can because they're not really judging you and your dance moves. No, I mean, they were, well, they, it was a competition for, um, getting that one-on-one like slow dance with Nick. Um, you know? Yeah. But like in the past, it's proven that if you're really bad at something and you just go for it, a lot of the times you still win the challenge. Yeah. Although I think that, um, Danielle was a pretty good dancer. Yeah. I kind of knew going in that she – and I got so mad because I – on the Fantasy League thing, I originally had picked her and I changed it and I was so mad. I was like, no. <sighs> I heard that uh, some people are saying she's there for the wrong reasons and she just wants to promote her nail salon. I know, which I don't – I mean, I feel like to me – so it's different if it's someone who's got a business that you could buy their goods online or something. I yeah. can see that. But if it's – um something like that where it's like a nail salon you have to be in the area um so but she um, has several of them i'm not sure if they're spread apart or if they're all kind of in the same general location maybe she's trying to think like oh maybe i can make a national chain yeah maybe i don't know you never you never know um yeah so she gets the 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 one-on-one dance or whatever which was you know, in, in, in classic Bachelor fashion, was very awkward and whatever. I know. I'm like, why you have them do, a, like, a slow dance, not only in front of a crowd, but in front of the other women? <laughs> and then they're making out in front of the other women there. That was awkward. That was very weird. Because I don't know if you remember the one in Crystal's season. They were at some concert, and um, 
Yeah, I do remember, but I don't remember whose concert because it probably was someone. But they not sent memorable. the other girls away before they did that. They didn't have the other girls. Just yeah, it just seemed weird to have everybody standing there. I don't know. Not a fan. <laughs> like, congratulations, you guys lose, and now you get to watch this girl make yeah. out with the guy you're trying to date. It's so no creepy. Thanks. It's a um, little mean. Uh, and then the Backstreet Boys were gone out of our lives again. Yes, and then they have the they have the sort of time where all the girls hang out with him after and Corinne steals him immediately and then talks like to him. right off the bat yeah and all the girls are just talking about her once she leaves like how it was so rude that she didn't show up to the ceremony um it's pretty rude yeah and then they're talking about it and he tells her not to worry about last night and it's like that's not what you should be saying at all nick no you should say this super rude and if you're serious about it then you have to turn it up yeah and then he's... He's not handling himself very well. No, and he's not setting himself up to to not drive friction within the girls in the house. It's making it worse. I mean, there's literally no way that this is going to work out. No. He's not He's not going to... Like, even if he picks the right person, I just don't think it's going to work out. No. So then she's so exhausted that she goes to take a nap again. Again. It's so yeah. hard to be Corinne. So hard. But, you know, you just... She get... must be living the life, man. She has a nanny to make her cheese pasta all the time. I was going to say, that's what happens when you just get, you know, short bursts of energy from your cheese pasta. You can't, yeah. like, you just can't hang. You just can't Was this long. around the time that she tells the other women she has a nanny? Yeah, somehow... I don't know if this, if this is then after... Uh, somehow it says she's going to take a nap and then we have her talking to Raquel. Maybe she takes a nap a little bit later. But, um, yeah, she starts telling them about her nanny and she mentions Raquel and they're like, kind of like, what? And then she's And like, they're all like, wait a second, you have a kid and, and your kid has a nanny? And she's like, no, my nanny. She's like, I'm the kid. I'm the kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, she makes my salad. She knows just, you know, how much My vinegar. cucumbers. Yeah, she makes my cucumbers and she knows, like, my lemon salad. She knows just the right amount of oil and lemon. And um, her cheese know, pasta. She makes my cheese pasta. I like how she's like. I've tried to make my cheese pasta many times and I just can't do it. I just have to have Raquel do it. And um, so we're all thinking like, okay, she's probably talking about like mac and cheese or like some cheese ravioli kind of thing or like fettuccine Alfredo. But her recipe for Raquel's cheese pasta was in Us Weekly this week. And it is literally boiled pasta with cheese grated on top of it and stirred up. And it's like, uh, crazy that's just that's literally that is the dish of that's the dish of a five-year-old child and the fact that she can't make that actually makes me wonder if she's mentally competent to be on this show yeah like are we taking advantage of somebody who (laughs) is not very bright like what's going on i know (laughs) Um, i'm a little worried so he ends up giving danielle the l the rose um you know and Corinne's response is that all Danielle L has is her looks. Okay. Um, it's like, what do you have? I know, her right? Multi-million dollar company. And she and she talks about that being there, she's had to do some very big girl things, which I thought was really funny. Like waking up? Like actually having to stand up and, and function all day. It's. I'm sure she's only taken a oh handful of naps that we've been able well, to. Well, I have a feeling that running her multi-million dollar company involves occasionally tootling around on the computer and then taking breaks to nap and go to the beach. Yeah. And to hang out in that pool, the family pool. Yeah, I don't think she's doing a whole lot with that company. No, I don't think so either. 
I'd like to see like a day in the life of Corinne at home with I Raquel. Feel, I feel like it can't be that different from what we're seeing now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's very similar. I just want to see like what her routine is. Yeah, totally. Um, so Vanessa's date. Yeah. Vanessa gets the one on one date. They're very excited. Um, you this know, is they, kind of a fun one. There were a lot of good dates this week. Yeah. So they so, take the zero yeah, she gravity goes on, plane. Is it like an airplane that, that simulates zero yeah, gravity? Is that yeah. what's going on? So basically on? they're just hanging out in the back of this airplane. And like it simulates zero gravity. And they just kind of hang out back there. Yeah. Um, which is all well and good until until Vanessa starts. Until she throws up. Yeah. And then it gets. He was very nice about it. Like I think she was embarrassed, and he was he was really nice about it. And then he kissed her afterwards. I know, which is funny. (laughs) Which I liked. Yeah, my my um, he did that. So my friend Samantha messaged me and was was very concerned. She was curious. Like, do you think like they had a a a, a PA go and get like some mouthwash for her? (laughs) It's like maybe. I think it wasn't like making out with tongue, you know what I yeah. mean? I think it was just a little kiss, a little kissing. Maybe. So, but it, but it was funny. I, 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 I it was a, a funny thought, but it he, was funny. But he was definitely nice about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was really nice and supportive, staying with her. Um, and you know, he he really said it like one of his favorite moments so far. Oh, all of this was comforting her. So he was so nice about it, which I thought was nice yeah. because, I mean, you just can't help but wonder. Like you're always curious, like how nice these people really are. Um, and so, I mean, not that he, he has just, his moments. He has his moments then, where you're then like, he does all, right. all this stuff with Corinne. So I'm like, eh, I yeah. don't know about you, Vanessa. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. So on the date, she mentions like we start to have a conversation about how she, her grandfather passed away right before the taping, and she almost didn't come, but her family really yeah. supported it. So I think that was. I mean, oh, and then I guess then they get into the fact that she, she asks him point blank like why he would do this again, you know. Yeah, which is a good question because this is his fourth time. Yeah, I think America um, wants to know the same thing. I like her. I think she's too good for him. I think so, too. And but, I'm wondering if she's going to see that. You know, remember Charlene? Did you see that season? I love Juan Charlene. Pablo? Yeah, and she was like, bye, guys. You know, She's like, I don't think this is right for me. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I could see her being yeah. like that because Juan Pablo was really into Charlene. Um, you know, and she's like an opera singer and very smart and just like a, like an all around like classy lady. She, uh, and, and she reminds me a little bit of her and Nick is not quite as bad as Juan Pablo, but maybe as bad as Juan Pablo. Yeah. And I feel like Charlene just kind of was like, I, this isn't the right guy for me. Why? I kind of like, why am I here? Why am I here? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that moment. So we'll see. I'm curious to see if she has a similar, similar moment. I was because also- doesn't she kind of talk to Nick? Uh, I guess, I guess we'll get to that later about Corinne and, and kind of if somebody's into that, maybe she shouldn't be there. Yeah. And I also was thinking it's interesting. So I, mean, I feel like a lot of the one on one dates earlier are are less interesting than kind of the other drama because it almost seems like they don't let the quote villain get to have a one-on-one date. Like, early no, on. it's usually more normal people. Yeah. So it made me wonder, like, are, I think it would be interesting to see him have a one-on-one date with Corinne and try to sustain that, like what that would be like. I, it would just be like awkward, like after sex awkward. talk the whole time. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I wonder what will happen like when she actually discusses her nanny with him. Yeah, I'm curious because it definitely has. I feel like 
this episode we see that come up in conversation so much that he has to eventually broach that conversation with her. It has to come up. Well, because one of them told her. I can't yeah. remember who told him, but somebody tells him. Did you know she's 24 years wasn't old and she still has a nanny? Wasn't it Jasmine G or whatever her initial is? Um, Could have been. She, the cheerleader? The yeah. I think she's the one who tells him. Yeah. Um, I feel like that should not be attractive to somebody. <laughs> I know. It should be a pretty, I think, a pretty strong negative. It just makes me not take them super seriously, I think. Yeah, it's like, okay, he's 36 years old, right? And these girls are all too young for him in my opinion with the exception of a couple people um and then you add on the fact that she still has a nanny she's not even mature for 24 she's immature for 24 so it's basically like he's dating an 18 year old right an immature 18 year old a 14 year old i don't know she's like a really sexually aggressive teenager is what she acts like pretty much um but i did think it was interesting before we move on from fully from vanessa that um, we had our first moment of man tears. Did he cry? Oh, yeah, he cried. He told her. What was he crying like, about? He teared up. He said that Vanessa gives him optimism that he, you know, he sees then his chance at having a happy ending because of people like her. And looking okay, at her makes him less terrified. he could have a happy ending if he would focus on people like her instead <laughs> of Corinne. Focus, Nick. Focus. Get it together. If he had... Let's just put it this way. We took a quick break and, and resume recording. If he was as focused on finding a a really valid prospective wife as he is as he's focused on all of his selfies. When we were gone for a hot second, there were like two more selfies on his Instagram. Um, <laughs> I mean, if he was as focused on the ladies and, and getting some good quality, I think he could make it happen. But he's just he's as too- focused as he is on his abs. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like, he's gotten ripped since his first season. Not that he was ever really out of shape, but he looks like a totally different person. It's interesting to see it side by side. And I feel like I don't think about it as much just in passing. You're kind of like, whatever. But then you see them put it side by side. It's pretty drastic. You're like, wow. It's night and day. Yeah. Because I remember from his first season, he was like in shape, but kind of skinny. And now he clearly works out and does all this stuff all the time, yeah. which I guess you can do if you don't have a job. Right. If you're just focused <laughs> on Because now his job is being a bachelor reject. Right. So it's yeah. like, okay. Um, yeah. So then. By the way, can we just take a pause? Like those teas that all these people are promoting. I know we talked about like they pay a lot of money for them to advertise these. Yeah. Do people not know that those teas are just going to make you like shit yourself? <laughs> I don't like know. that's what they are. They're like laxative teas. I don't know. I I kind of tune them out. I've gotten to. I'm pretty good about that filter of annoy like obnox like all those obnoxious posts from your friends and from bachelor people. Like when that when that starts to come up in your feed, I just skim past it. I don't even really read it. I don't follow them on Instagram because that's pretty much all that they do is just promote different stuff. I, um, but well, it is like those annoying like people from your hometown who are part of like the pyramid scheme thing. Like so it bad. works or whatever. So bad. And then they're always like, Oh, you can do this and it's going to get rid of your cellulite. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not going to do anything. If like actual medical procedures can't get rid of it, then whatever like seaweed wrap you're selling, it's not going like, to get I'm rid of cellulite. I'm not going to wrap myself in seaweed in what little bit of time I get to sleep at the end of the day. Like, no, no, thank you. And I don't want to like 
be mean, but some of them are always talking about like, oh my God, it's so great for weight loss. And I'm like, I see you. Like, I know what you look like. It's clearly not that great for weight loss. Yeah. It's like, no, thank you. <laughs> don't think so. But uh, yeah, don't do the, don't do the detox teas. You're just going to poop yourself in public. Yeah. It it's going to be awkward. Don't do it, guys. It will not end well. Yeah. It will only end in poop. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um, um, so what happens after Vanessa's date? After Vanessa's date, then we have our last one, uh, last group date of the episode where there, it's like the track and field date because, you know, we have to reiterate just how sporty <laughs> Nick is, right? Um, yeah. So, he ran track in high school. We did learn that. Yes. And so he ran track in high school. It sounded like, I think they said cross country. Um, anyway, run track. And uh, it, they're going to have a Nickathlon, of course. <laughs> yeah, have to make it all about Nick. <laughs> a good name for it. Yeah. We did have uh, three Olympians turned up. I don't know their names, but I know they Allison Felix, Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis. Well, Allison well, and Carl, Carl Lewis, Lewis. everybody knows. I, I, I wasn't familiar with Michelle Carter, but that was the three yeah. of them. Um, and... <laughs> I like that Astrid was like, I don't have enough support in my bra. Do you remember that? Okay, what was she thinking? Because she did wear a sports bra, but she wore like the least supportive sports bra that I've ever seen. So bad. <laughs> and like, I feel like any other, any potential Bachelor contestant should should watch this and be like, okay, like clearly you don't go, because you don't know what they're going to make you do. Yeah. I just, that was just really funny. <laughs> I just think if they're telling you to wear sporty stuff, just assume you're going to have to run and your boobs are going to be bouncing everywhere. Yeah. Uh, maybe she should have worn about three sports bras. Yeah. Was... I felt bad for her because it can't have been comfortable. I, I loved Alexis's comment where she says she hopes he gets a gold after so many silver medals. <laughs> I was like, that's so She perfect. is a true gem. I, she... you know, I thought when she first came on, she was just going to be like, like jokey and be around for an episode or so but, but no. she's cracking me up and I don't want her to leave I'm really I'm still hopeful that we can like get her to come on the show because you know yeah. she she is a New Jersey princess so I mean she's a Jersey gal we're we're taping right now in New Jersey Alexis where are you I will meet her at the Secaucus train station and we can eat some Dunkin Donuts I was gonna say some Dunkin Donuts <laughs> I'm like, what do we got over there? We got Dunkin' Donuts and like a Nathan's hot dog or something. There's Why don't we? I mean, just go for broke and have both. I mean, come on. Yeah. I think oh, that would be God. amazing. This is really oh. making me hungry. Yeah, we're really hungry. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then and then Dominique just has like an attitude the whole. She had a little time. meltdown. I think there are like every season you get these people who come on and they're not really extroverted, mm -hmm. and then they start to get in their head about how he's not paying any attention to them. Yeah. And I understand it as somebody who's not, who, who like, can get uncomfortable in large groups like that when you don't know people. Yeah. I understand where she's coming from, but I just think, like, if you can't handle that kind of situation, this maybe it's not just not you. the show for you. Yeah, no, I agree. And she's, like, so excited, but then she just is, like, I'm getting overshadowed. And then she almost feels like he's supposed to be pursuing her. And that's just not how this show works. No, because, honestly, he doesn't really it, know her it yet. It would be really hard for him to do that because there's so many of them. Yeah. So it really does fall on her. And it's weird to me because she managed to get him aside to talk to him. Yeah. So why not just let all that stuff go and just, like, talk to him about yourself? Instead, she uses that as an opportunity to complain to him, which makes him just be like, uh, no. Yeah. And it, it was weird because it reminded me a little bit of 
been in Jubilee that time. Yeah. She was getting kind of like that. But the difference is that they had spent some time together. Mm -hmm. And I think she felt like they had a connection. And then he start, you know, kind of pulled away from her. Yeah. Whereas here, he he may not even honestly remember who she is at this point because there's still a lot of ladies. Yeah. So it really is up to her to make make an impression and see where it goes. Yeah. So that was just interesting to see that, you know, she was just so automatically like jumped to that instead of instead of using that moment to really talk to him. It just seemed kind of like a waste. Um, yeah. And it's really the only time we got to see her on the show. So I don't know anything about her either. Yeah. And then the whole competition on this was, was weird, too, because they were, like, running, but it wasn't who won. It was who had the shard of this tacky ring. It was Because Rachel should have won. She was yeah. clearly at the beginning, but she knocked over the ring. And yeah. So that, like, she didn't slow down enough to get the ring, so she knocked it over. Yeah, and so then Ast- If you get to the ring first, you got to slow down and do it, you know, because if you have the ring, then you win. Yeah, which I thought they had to, it was whoever finished this first, I don't know, it was confusing, it was a mess. It's confusing. Who else was it? It was Astrid and, and Alexis. Rachel. And Alexis. Oh, and Alexis, okay. Um, she was very sporty. So Astrid, who was at the end, so, ends up winning. So she, she grabs the the sliver of the ring and just runs to the hot <laughs> tub and, and starts jumping in, basically. And she gets in with her workout clothes, which is <laughs> like, okay. I mean, I guess what else are you going to do, because... I mean, did she bring a bathing suit to change into? It was really weird that they just had a hot tub, like, just hanging out at the end they of the track. They just pulled it over to the track, you know. As you I do. mean, I'm not complaining because it's actually one of my favorite things about The Bachelor is Random how hot tub. often hot tubs turn up where they're not <laughs> supposed to be. There's not supposed to be a hot tub there, but there it is. They got, it's the, first, even, one, it's the first one of the season, right? No, second one. Which one am I forgetting? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure there was already a <laughs> okay. hot tub. I'll get back to you. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could just be imagining hot tubs, but but you know. I feel like I feel like this happened before. Yeah, it's all a big blur. It is a blur. Um, th- but it, the whole conversation with them in the hot tub is just kind of like whatever. They they kiss. Okay. They didn't even really show it. Yeah, I feel like that keeps happening. It's like when Corinne won that uh bridal photo shoot date. We didn't see them in the car. You know, they kind of win this extra time, but we never really seem to see anything of it. Maybe because it's boring. I'm sure it is. Yeah. If she'd said anything interesting, I guess we would have. Yeah, we would have gotten we it. Absolutely. Known. We would have known. Yeah. Um, so what they do after that? So then they end up having kind of like their usual, like, kind of hangout time where they where they change into a nice outfit. And then we see this random thing where, like, he and Alexis are talking and she rolls out this, pr- like, print of Nick that they kiss on. That was so weird. And yeah, and then she's like, it was weird because she was in like this shorter dress. So it's like, you're not really in a dress where you can do this comfortably. It was it was just funny. Laura, she can do whatever the hell she wants. I know. It's like, where's your dolphin outfit? Or sorry, shark. I actually wish she would just wear that the whole show. I know. I I think that would be awesome. It looks I did like that. He insisted she keep it on the entire first episode. I do, too. Um, Because sometimes they do things like that, and then halfway through they change into a dress. Yeah, but but no, she came as a dolphin, and she left as a shark. (laughs) Very true. I like that. Um, when he chats with Rachel, it was interesting because I think 
I don't remember, and maybe they have, but I, I can't remember easily another time where a contestant's really talked about kind of their experience being in the house and kind of what they're what they are or are not doing while they're there. And she just talks about how she has cabin fever and she's just excited to get out of the house to have some time with him. I thought that was interesting because mm-hmm. I feel like they're usually so wrapped up in talking about like either what their life is outside of this or like getting to know him that they don't usually kind of talk about the actual process itself. So I thought that was interesting. Which I think it makes sense to do because he's been there and he knows what it's like. Yeah. And that, many times. He's been and, there many times. And I think the more that you read stuff online about it, the more it just sounds like, man, that would be really, like that would really wear you down. Like, you know, not being able to watch TV or go anywhere or really. I don't know. I am really good at doing nothing. Yeah. But it sounds like they kind I of mean, discourage you from California. reading. The weather's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That, can you not bring books? It seems, I don't know. I'm a little unclear on that because it sounded like they kind of discourage you, but then it seems as if Olivia and, um, uh, uh, JJ had books. I know JJ did on Bachelor in Paradise, but I think he said he did on Bachelorette too. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Because I know they don't let you work out or don't give you any equipment, that kind of thing. I'm having a brain fart. Was he on Caitlyn's season? Yeah. JJ? Okay. Him and Clint. It's all a jumble. I know. At, at some point. It starts to get a little a little murky. Oh man! Oh, but and uh, what was what was the guy's name? His his bromance. Oh, it was Clint. Clint. There we go. Okay, it was bothering me. I couldn't remember. It was Clint. Um. Yeah, I would just probably like swim all day. Yeah, I think so. Walk around. I don't know. I guess they want to keep them like that so that they get bored and cause drama with each other. Yeah, they want it. They want to keep them kind of edgy and a little uncomfortable. I think. Yeah, and they like also isolated. And I think it's when you're like when you're really bored. I mean, and that's what like Olivia said in some of the interviews with her. Like that's why they got all the great like random things that she said to the camera, just because she was <laughs> bored and killing time. You know, she didn't have anything to do except for sit there and talk about how fresh her rose is. Which, if that's the case, can we just revisit the fact that it, then Corinne should have plenty of time to take a nap. I know. That's so. why I don't feel bad for her because yeah. unless she's out on a date, she has time to sleep. I I probably would just sleep and hang out at the pool. Sounds good to me. It's not too shabby. And then I eventually know. they get to start traveling. Um, yeah. So, so then. What else happened after that? Was that the bouncy castle? Did the bouncy so, castle well, then, so then, uh, then he decides to give Rachel the rose. Mm-hmm. Um, good call. And she's starting to believe she could be the last one standing. I like Rachel, so no no mocking on Rachel. I think she's definitely going to get to hometowns. I think so, too. I think she's I think she's in the final stretch. I think she's not going to win. I think she's our bachelorette. Okay, so I have heard a little bit from somebody who knows Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if she would accept it or not. It sounds oh, really? like she's from a very, I don't know about conservative politically, but just like a very kind of conservative family. Like mm. her dad is a judge and okay. she's a lawyer. And I think they're like, like serious people mm-hmm. who are maybe already a little iffy about her being on there, being, being on the show. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Maybe, oh. maybe she'll decide it's worth it after all. And I heard that she's on here because, um, she works at that law firm and people at the law firm watched the bachelor a lot mm-hmm. and they pushed her to do it. And that's so funny. And so, 
Yeah. So they pushed her to do it, and they're paying her while she's gone. Really? I'm like... That's a sweet gig. I had a baby, and they made it like a big production for me to take paid time time off. Yeah. That's (laughs) crazy that they're letting... I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah. I think it's about six weeks that they film. Okay. Um, But I just would always assume that if somebody had a job, that the job is like, okay, you can do it, but we're not going to pay you. Yeah, totally. So if they're paying her to go off and be on The Bachelor, that's pretty rad. But it's like, is she is she getting paid technically because she's using her vacation time or are they separating it, you know? I don't know. But it, it, it I mean, most people don't have six weeks of vacation. Uh, I guess some people do. That's six. I sure don't. I don't. Oh, we don't have quite six weeks. Math. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would assume at least part of it they're paying her like outside of vacation. Yeah, probably. Um, I remember there was this girl at my job and she got an offer to be on some reality TV show. Uh, I don't know what it was. It wasn't anything like super big like The Bachelor. But she was like, can I just take some time off? And they're like, no, you can quit your job or you cannot do it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> like Bye-bye. most places are not going to do that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I, I would love for her to be The Bachelor at I know. I mean, I think she would be good because she just has, like, a good, strong personality. She seems like she has a good sense of humor, and she's just so smart. Like, She's, like, together. Yeah, she's just – and I think she's she's someone who – I mean, I know I know Andy was a, was a lawyer, but, I mean, she hasn't gone back to being a lawyer. I feel like, you know, Rachel is someone who comes in with, like, this career background, and it's someone who I don't think would, would cease to have that career after, you know? Yeah, and I like that. I mean, I – I was always really disappointed that Andy didn't go back to being a lawyer because I liked that about her. Yeah. Um, so it was disappointing to me to see her quit to like run her burlap sack fashion company. Do you remember that? I remember you talking about it. I didn't follow that part as closely as, as I you have did, to but... look it up because that was right before they broke up and they did a little thing um, for the premiere of The Bachelor that year. Mm-hmm. And she came and she's like. I designed this dress, and I'm like, you literally cut some holes out of a burlap bag and <laughs> put it on your body. It was really bad. Oops. So ugly. Oops. And I'm like, you're a lawyer. Go back to being a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also, I, I saw, um, writing another book. I did see that. I saw that she had turned in, I guess she had signed the agreement or something. Yeah. But it didn't say what it was about, so... I feel like it's going to be another crappy advice thing. And I'm like, I don't really want to take advice from you. I need to resume reading the other one. I haven't read it. Oh, did you not finish it? No. I was enjoying dissecting it because some of it had interesting tidbits and some of it was like, okay, we get it. You're sad. You're drinking wine. Um, But I need (laughs) need to get back into it to see if there's any, you know, important tidbits. I heard she said some things about how Nick was weird in the fantasy suite. Did you read that part? I haven't gotten to that yet. I feel like I need to resume it because it's good research for our current season. So I do need to resume it. Otherwise, I feel really bad for paying full price for it. So I should read it. I got the impression that she didn't pick him, first of all, because she already just liked Josh better. Yeah. But also that he was creepy. Yeah, it seems like he made some comments and he did cop to say that he did, but he thought he said he was joking about it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think she took it that I way. I don't think she liked it. I don't yeah. think she was into it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ooh. we have we have no cocktail party. Instead, he decides to have a pool party, of course, because he knows what he wants. Oh wait, no, he he, he knows what he wants. Girls in bikinis. Sorry, that's usually yeah, girls in bikinis. <laughs> oh man, um, I think they should always have a pool party instead of a cocktail party. 
because yeah. it seems to rile people up a little more. It does. It may, it brings it, especially, I feel like it did that with the guys too, though. I was going to say, especially with the girls because they're all kind of looking at each other and whatever, but the guys, yeah. I think the guys had too much to drink when they did it and that riled them up. Yeah. Um, Make it a little uh, aggressive. Yeah. Um, that's when. <clears throat> now we can talk about the bouncy cat. That's when the bouncy cat happens. Okay, thank God. Uh, yeah, so I love that she, I guess in between naps, was talking to the producer um, and asking them to set up a bouncy castle for her. And, of course, she's just bouncing around in a very unsupportive bikini top. Yep. And I'm like, oh, my God, Corinne, I don't need to see this. Uh, so she gets him out there, and he seems really into it. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and he is like standing there while she's like swinging around on him like he's like a pole yeah <laughs> and then she's like today was a fairy tale for her and he is her prince that was kind of it like yeah. they didn't say anything deep the the girls are all super uncomfortable because they see her like straddling him uh yeah they were like dry humping each other in the bouncy castle while other girls were looking on it was really awkward yeah and then what does corinne do afterwards takes a nap yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a theme, then, you guys. Nap, nap, nap. Is that the point when people start to talk to him about her, or? Yes. Yeah, so then, then Raven pulls him aside, says that he that she doesn't have what, um, what it takes to be a wife, and then tells him about the nanny. Jasmine then brings That's it up too. It. And then uh, he's then, then he's like, I realize tensions are running high. You think? <laughs> And oh, then, think? and then Taylor does too. So like they, like everybody mings it up. So t- Vanessa tells the girls that he, she's going to bring it up as well. Um, and she tells him, you know, that she couldn't have asked for a better one on one date, but she questions his intentions. Are you really looking for a wife? And that's kind of the end. Of the- yeah. I mean, what he's doing with Corinne is what you do if you just want to have fun and act, you know, I, but he's. 36 and says he wants to get married i don't think he wants to get married i don't either i think i think he came into this thinking that's what he wants but he sh- it didn't take him long at all to get distracted and be like hey no. look at this shiny object you know he has i just think major he ADD. is really enjoying being on the bachelor and being on tv and having all these girls throw themselves at him and um i read i think it was in okay so I have that texture app where you can read all the magazines. I need to set that up. That's the one you got me for Christmas, right? I did. They advertise on all these podcasts, and they aren't advertising here, but I'm going to go ahead and pimp them out because it's, like, the best thing ever. You pay 10 to $15 a month depending on, like, which magazines you get, and you can read as many magazines as you want. So you can read all the weekly, like, trashy gossip magazines, and Nick has been in them a lot. I, well, so did you read the Yes Weekly one? Yeah. So you read, you know the thing about Jasmine? What did she say again? Ja- so she apparently got really uncomfortable, which I thought was interesting to watch this whole episode because it was not apparent. <gasps> oh. Yeah, she that she, she slept had, with one of his friends. Yes, yes, and I <laughs> and apparently this when when the thing with Liz came out, she got really uncomfortable because she's like, oh, I have this other secret that I have to tell him. So I thought it was going to come up, but it hasn't come up yet. So I'm really excited to see if when that comes out. It's got to come up, right? Like, she's got to stay around until that happens. I know. I kept thinking whenever they bring her on screen, I'd be like, oh, now is when it's going to happen. And it just kept not happening. Is it, like, his best friend that she's hooked up with? I don't know. I need to know. know. I just, I I don't know, but I want to know. I want to know more. 
I'm like waiting. So curious I to see. I thought it was funny. So there was an S Weekly article and then one of the other ones also had an article about him. And in both of them, there's some girl named like Abby Draper or something like that who basically is like <laughs> just like spilling everything that he's ever said to her. And I'm like, I don't know who this lady is, but she's not discreet. <laughs> but we love her. Uh, she's given yeah, us God scoop. bless her. Yeah. Like she's just everywhere like talking to all the gossip magazines and i like that she's letting them use her name is it like her real name i guess yeah that's yeah. funny I'm like you're not even you're never gonna get any secrets from him again so i guess you're just gonna tell them all get them all out there now get it while um, she says that he wants to be an actor and that he just really likes being on tv which i totally i believe i can see well he's been yeah. on tv enough right like the, if this is his fourth show that he's been on of theirs like this is it. What's he going to do after this? I guess he could go on Dancing with the Stars. And he could go of back course. on Paradise. Yeah. Um, I mean, eventually, if he if he were to end up actually engaged, he could go on, you know, one of those other... Well, I guess you have to get married to go on Marriage Boot Camp, because that's kind of the point of it. But mm, Did Jaden Tanner? They did get married. Yeah. yeah Remember? So that's married, where he met Liz. And he could go... <laughs> Yeah, he could get married. He could go on um, marriage boot camp. Then he could get divorced, and then he could come back to paradise. Yeah, and then he could be the bachelor again. <laughs> that would be if he wanted to. Maybe he could keep like just extending then, this. Then he could go and make his you know big grand statement like Chris Bukowski and retire from Bachelor Nation. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think he's going to retire. I, don't I think, think he'll so. just keep going. I'm very curious. Um, I don't think Nick's ever going to be an actor, though. He mumbles so much. He, he can't mumbles, mumble and be an actor. He mumbles so much. And then I um, I was going to say, I read another article where Chris Harrison supposedly calls him out on phoning it in for this whole process. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting. I, I hope this happens. If it doesn't happen, I'm going to feel very misled. Um, so He tells them he doesn't think he's taking it seriously. Just kind of, I think he said that he felt like he got to a point where he was just going through the motions and he calls him out and is like, you you need to step it up and like commit to this more or something. I don't if know. you I'm can't like, even act like you're interested in being the bachelor, then you can't be an actor. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you can't act. And then also like, you know, shame on you if that if that is the case, because these people have put their lives on hold for six weeks. That's a long time yeah. um, to do this. So like step it up. If, if your name, if you're getting all of this out of it, like you should be putting more in. So. Well, it's funny because uh, Chris Harrison kept saying, oh, we made Nick the Bachelor because he was just so sincere about finding love. And I'm like, we all know that's not true. It's like, is he? Um, I don't know. Because I guess they were saying that Luke was talking too much about, like, promoting his music on the show and and all of that. And, uh, well, Nick doesn't have anything to promote except for himself. So I guess that's better. He's like, I'm just promoting my abs, guys. Yeah. Abs and my love of coffee. (laughs) Um, Does he talk about coffee a lot? He just posts a lot of pictures of him with coffee. Oh, with no shirt on, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, As you do. And the episode ends, though, with um, Josephine singing to him, which was awful. That was so awkward. What was her song about? I don't even remember. Is that how being into him? The whole time I was just sitting there going, what what is happening right now? (laughs) Compare that to last week when we got Alexis and her boobiversary. Not the same. I much preferred that because yes. Josephine's was just, I, 
you, you get like secondhand embarrassment. You just want to like hide your eyes so you don't have to see it. But it's one of those things you're like, does she does she think she's singing really well? Like what what is happening right now? You know, I think she thinks she's being like kooky and charming, but instead she's just being really weird. I think when you compare the two, it's like hers doesn't come off as well, and like Alexis's just works. Like it's just funny, and she. I commits... think Alexis is. Um, she may be a little bit like ditzy, but I I think she's smarter. Yeah. You know, there's like a little something to her as opposed to I'm not I'm not so sure what's going <laughs> there might be some uh, cobwebs up there in Josephine's head I'm not really sure yeah not 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 quite the same all um, right what do we have coming up next week I what was, like a preview? Trying, I, I, I forgot what the preview even said right I don't know I don't remember I feel like it's gonna be a surprise because it, it I mean we we will have finally our um our rose ceremony we know like he sent I don't think we even mentioned that you sent Dominique home on the spot. So we know that she's gone, but we don't know who else leaves this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder who's going to leave. I don't know. To be continued. And goodness, we hope that next week is not another to be continued at the end no, of the week. We need a little resolution. better a rose ceremony right off the bat, and there better be a rose ceremony at the end. I mean, come on. Like, next next week I have to go back to work, guys. I'm very sad about this. So... If I have to go back to we- back to work, I feel like they can give me an answer. Um, yeah. Just for once. For once, guys. Come on. I mean, and so at this point, so we're, so we, <laughs> we think we're on week four next week. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we don't really, we don't really have too many more weeks until hometowns, right? How many episodes are there total? Like 10? <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. I'm like, I should know I the should answer. I should know this by now. I should know. We should know this. We've done this long enough, but. It's, it's. At least, like, another four or five weeks. Before Hometowns? Or more. Oh, not before Hometowns. So it looks like for for The Bachelorette, we did nine episodes. Uh, we did nine podcasts. But we I think we lumped some together. I think we, we broke it up. We also missed one because I was sick. Yeah. We also broke it up more for Ben. So I see we did 12 episodes that we, that season. So, um, so yeah. So I don't we know, probably, guys. I guess we'll we still have you. a few more in there, which means... You know, oh, we still have we still have to get to the point. It's usually before our hometowns that we um, see like an awkward two on one or three on one date. Oh my god, I love it! Oh, Corinne's gonna probably be on the two on one. I feel like it's shaping up to look like it would be Corinne and Taylor together in an awkward two on one, right? I would love that. That would be amazing. I'm trying to think who else would make oh, sense man. for them to do that with. Keeping my fingers crossed. I know it's it's got to be a good one. They've had some good good tension in this in this season, so I feel like they'll. It could be Corinne and a lot of people. Yeah, keep it real. I mean, like I think Jasmine. There's some friction between her and Jasmine. I feel like there there could be some good ones. I'm curious. I can't wait. It's gonna be a doozy. Well. Guess we will. Do we have any more news, or do we cover everything? I think we covered everything. Most of it was just kind of the. The scoop on on Jasmine's history and and Chris Harrison and and, and Nick uh, calling out Nick and I think that's that might be all that I've oh and then did we already talk about I forgot if we talked about last week about the I think we did about the twins getting their own spinoff yeah and I'm not interested no, I saw that no, they thanks. were advertising one of them was advertising on Twitter Instagram um, looking for somebody who had like twins that they could babysit or something what. Oh, it like, probably was for totally the show. Totally natural, not set Thing. up at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was for the show because they were like, oh, you must be comfortable being on camera. And I'm like, it's going to be another thing 
like Ben and Lauren show where they're just setting them up in all these fake situations all the time and it's just really corny. It's like, no, thank you. I'm not interested. No, thank you. I also just, I'm really tired of seeing them because they're entertaining sometimes, but I'm just really not into the whole like, oh God, we're so dumb. Look how dumb we are. We don't even know what like all the states are. And, you know, just. It's like, no, thank you. We'll pass. I'm not interested. We'll pass. Mm -hmm. So I think that's all we have for this week, right? Yep. So I guess we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share great Bachelor gifts and updates. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you love us, be sure to leave us a rating and a review. They really do help.